0: Welcome to the Beer Podcast. My name's Nick Mins. Um Today, I'm just going to touch upon some of the reasons that I have uh, been away. Um, I know it's been a while since I did a podcast last. Um, I mean, it's quite interesting to, to do this podcast because it, it, you know, I know I'm still midway through treatment at the moment, and I'm, I am starting to come to the end of of uh, my current treatment that I'm having at the moment. Um but just wanted to outline some of the things that have happened. Uh my my mum had um had a, a cancer scare which really, really kind of affected me. Um luckily that's all come back negative, banana so it's been a massive massive relief but just some of the things that go through your head um, yeah it, it just seemed to have you know set things back it sent me back to university you know, to apply for me against circumstances that in its turn led to me feeling slightly overwhelmed with feeling like I'd, I'd failed, that I hadn't done things properly and it it was it was very tough um i've been not very well for like the last three weeks inside my covid jab my um, second covid jab whether or not that's just uh you know one of them things that happened if it was just a coincidence or whether or not this you know it was um part of uh, like an after effect of the jab i do not know but um yeah it was funny how i kind of felt like i was making some progress and then obviously this happened and i just felt like i went backwards it felt like a complete relapse um in quite a lot of things it felt like a relapse in my um with my health anxiety started questioning a lot of things you know especially after this after the covid jab and then getting this i was thinking oh my god have i got chest cancer have i got something wrong with this you, you know are my lungs okay and all these different things start going through your your mind and you start escalating things um yeah you so saw i kind of felt like i'd gone backwards a bit and it had kind of really upset me uh, I'd felt weak like i'd failed um my motivation drive had I just felt like it had gone. Um, and I think that kind of upset me in a way. Because I just felt like, I you know, I was doing like the, the podcasting and I was really enjoying it. And everything just seemed like it just got too much. So I needed to down tools and just work a little on me. Um, it's it's been really kind of quite tough like mentally for me to kind of deal with as well because you know I think because I'm coming to the end of my current CBT with depression it worries me and I feel scared because I still feel like I'm not there I'm not ready Kind of just be on my own with it, if you know what I mean, I felt like I maybe was, and then this has just made me feel like I've just gone backwards um and that maybe I'm not ready at the moment. Maybe I do need to address more things, maybe I need to look at i mean it's been talked about, maybe I need to look at trauma counseling or um. You know, I look at some thingy for bereavement because I haven't dealt with them things, and it's brought up a lot of different feelings and a lot of different emotions. Um, I do feel that you know I will get there with it eventually. Um, but I suppose the way to look at it is that there's always going to be setbacks. There's always going to be things that knock you down there's always going to be things that make you go backwards but I suppose the real strength of it is and the real strength of you as a person is how you get back up and do you go forward or do you stop that's so when you get knocked down it's like being in a boxing match if you get knocked down do you choose that moment to say right that's it count the ten or do you say right? I'm going to get off the map, and we're going to go again. And you know, I'll keep doing that because my family are so important. And um, I'll keep doing doing it to to really fan me more than anything as well. Um. Yeah, the you know, this this whole thing that's that's gone on later, like recently, has just been really kinda like a little bit like one thing after another. They just feel like a bit of an escalation of things that have come up. And, you know Luckily now I kinda starting to feel like I'm just kinda getting into a place, especially with the good news about my mum, which is just like honestly it was amazing. I almost cried when I found out that she was, everything was benign, everything was fine, you know, I was literally just so close to tears because it was like tears of happiness. Just like, almost like a sigh of relief, like, thank God, you know. Thank God, because I was just worrying about how my mum was dealing with things and how my mum was was dealing with things emotionally. And like I knew she would because she thinks very much like me. Um, so yeah uh, it's been it's been a rough maybe month or so maybe month and a half um, but I'm starting to feel like I want to get back in the saddle a bit now with this and I want to get back out there and I want to start talking more about things again I feel like I've had a bit of time to get things sorted in my head and now I can start talking again about things um, obviously, these personal situations are always going to come up because that's life. Life, you know. My granddad used to say, "Life throws you lemons, make lemonade." Um, sometimes it throws me, don't know what to do. But um, yeah, I want to get. I'm getting back on it now, and you know, looking forward to kind of doing a few more um, weekly talks and. Maybe doing it have a, like once a week, twice a week, but we're definitely going to pick up on this season now. So, this is obviously episode two in season two. Um, but we're going to be talking a lot more about relapse um, and relapse prevention, how you get back up, um, and just talking about we're going to delve a little bit more into kind of like the things like health, anxiety, and bereavement and also looking at um, just ways in which you know trauma can cause um, can cause relapse and how to deal with it Um, once again if anybody wants to to come on feels like they want to talk um, or be part of the podcast as a guest um, you know inbox me on facebook um, facebook dot com forward slash um, the beard pod um, you know you can message me on there uh, you can inbox, inbox me on Instagram um, yeah just let me know um, if there's anything I can do to help or to talk to I will do um, and if you want to come on and talk as as a guest and share your experiences it'll be amazing. So I'm going to leave it there for today But we're back on it this week Um, Probably next um, podcast will drop uh, Wednesday, Thursday time And we'll be looking at um, trauma And what trauma really does to you, I suppose Um, And I'm going to be talking a little bit about my, um, my experiences with trauma Thank you very much. I'll see you on the next podcast. Welcome to the Be A Podcast. My name is Nick Minns. So today, I'm going to touch upon um, trauma and my experiences with trauma and how I believe that that could have had an impact on my mental health and also um, how things have kind of progressed from there. So trauma-wise... Um had quite a bit of trauma um especially within the last uh, f- probably looking at around about the last fifteen sixteen years from a perspective of bereavement um there's been a lot of bereavement within my family um I've lost um both granddads. I've lost a nana oh sorry, I've lost both nanas. Um I have lost um an auntie and uncle. Um and you know, I lost my father in law as well. We've lost other family members like um like my mum's auntie and uncle um and we also have lost um we lost a baby as well um due to miscarriage so there's been a lot of trauma around um around death and bereavement and i suppose you know i haven't really dealt with it really to be honest with you um I suppose when things like that happen, like bereavement and anything that could be traumatic i e the way that a person passes away, if it's sudden, if it's out of nowhere um and especially my um my own my uncle passing away had a massive effect on me um i we lost him suddenly. it was unexpected. It was the last person in the wild that I thought would have passed away at the age that he did and he definitely he definitely left a mark definitely it um, traumatised me in the way that I would develop things like worrying about so my uncle passed away um, I believe he had a heart attack in his sleep and his heart just stopped so for the longest time I would go to bed on a night and think oh my god am I not going to wake up in the morning you know you know am I going to be just like my Uncle Bob and I think just for the fact that Uncle Bob was such a big personality he was a you know a great great guy Um you know always cheeky chap and just when that happened it was it was almost like I couldn't get my head around it I was just... Like, that didn't really happen, did it? Um And yeah, it really left... That sort of... um Sort of mark. Seeing my father-in-law pass away... um Especially what cancer did to him... Has definitely, you know... Left an even bigger mark... With regards to cancer and then for the fact that... My nana both nanas suffer from cancer as well it was just there's just been a lot of different things which have contributed to my well they kind of contribute to my health anxiety they all contributed towards that all traumatic experiences so that's the kind of way the side of the bereavement side of things where that has had an effect on me which i do believe that may be at the end of my depression counseling I am going to have to look at maybe some trauma counselling or some counselling that helps with dealing with bereavement because there's still many of those bereavements I haven't even processed because at the time I felt like I didn't have time to you don't have time to bury bere- you don't have time to stop you've got to be strong for everybody you've got to keep going you can't stop you know, your family needs you you're the one who slaps the smile on your face. And you get on with it. And you deal with your stuff in your own time. That's not a healthy way to be really. But that's just how I dealt with things for. You know quite a long time. Um, but then there's also the other things. Which aren't if you like. Directly. Attributed to. Like death. There's been things like medical things with my dad. Um, you know I've seen a lot of instances where my dad has you know been very close to passing away I've seen my dad fit I've seen my dad be unconscious for like 19 hours and people not know what's going to happen I've seen my dad intubated I've seen him have multiple you know struggle to breathe multiple times where he's, he's you know he's needed people's assistant right away and you're kind of stood there on your own like, well, like what do i do now and i think the one time that really stands out is when my dad was in- intubated for the first time and i remember him being in the in the resus room and his breathing was getting already really labored and then he kind of was like he was bringing himself forward and I was rubbing his back and he just said he couldn't get a breath he just couldn't get a breath and his breathing was becoming so laboured but so heavy and he was just trying so hard to breathe and then the next thing I know is you have a high dependency nurse come down and they take you out and they say right the plan is is that we're going to intubate him and we're going to get him into intensive care then you see an intensive care next. now when you think of intensive care you only think of one thing is that this is life or death now this is life or death Um. so I remember being taken out of the resource room so there was like multiple doctors intensive care doctors, doctors and, and, and all these different people kind of rushed in and I was taken into a side room popped in a side room and I was kind of on my own and I was just like oh my god like what is happening in that room I want to be with him I want to be there but I can't and when you're on your own especially is it's just such a it's so difficult when you're on your own because you don't when you've got someone there you can maybe bounce off or you can talk to them but when you're on your own it's just a nightmare you cannot even compute what's going on and it is so difficult there's a hundred things rushing through your head and you can't compute any of them so then we got taken up to intensive care and my dad basically he was he went to Um, in the intensive care unit he's been intubated but I had an intensive care doctor come out to see me in the waiting room again I was on me Todd and he said at the moment it's touch and go and we don't know if his body's gonna accept the the tube and I was absolutely like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Um. And. Yeah. It, just so many things went through my head, like. Oh my God, he's like downstairs in the resource room the last time I'm going to be able to speak to him. You know, what if they can't get his tube and what they're going to do. You know, how they're going to get air into him. Now luckily that happened, but. All the other things went through my head, like, oh my God, what do I tell my mum? Do, do I ring my mum and tell her? You know, do, do I wait? Do I not? Do I who, who do I call? It's just those little things all attribute to this sort of heaped and drowning in anxiety, and always thinking that the worst is going to happen, and that is how I've done for, the, for, for a long time. You know what what's gonna happen um am i gonna you know do i plan for anything good to happen do i plan for anything you know it was almost every single day was a catastrophizing day like me constantly thinking what's gonna happen today you know what what is around the corner instead of getting up and thinking my god what a day you know beautiful day what shall we do today I had days where i just get up and think, right, what's life going to throw at me now? And I still do have them days, but I'm a lot better at snapping myself out of them. Um, But I definitely believe that the traumatic things that have happened, especially within the last 15 to 20 years, have attributed to a lot of my stress, a lot of my anxiety... A lot of how i have um like dealt with things um and it has like a real snowball effect on on how i have computed things and processed like you know these, these situations and instead of seeing these situations as an opportunity to i don't know to you know these things you know you build yourself up you get stronger I saw it as my God. This is just. It almost seems like a punishment. I used to say, I've "Bloody, I must done something bad in a past life, for all the luck that our family seems to have." And sometimes, that's not a healthy way to think. It really isn't, because sometimes that's just life. Life throws your lemons, as my grandad used to say. You make bloody lemonade. And yeah, sometimes it can feel a bit crap, and you can feel like everything's against you. You know, you've got no no way out of these little holes. And what's the point in doing this because I'm only going to get knocked back? I think the most important thing is is never to stop, and never to feel like that's you know that you get just because you're getting knocked back. A not a setback is a setback. A setback doesn't mean that it's an end it means that it's a hurdle to overcome so so this is the the first of two podcasts where we're going to look at um, trauma Um, and the next podcast that I will be doing I will be talking about um, a bereavement but we're going to look at um, the kind of trauma that I went through after my wife had um had a miscarriage so again it's it's, if you like a similar sort of trauma but it's a completely different build up of emotions that you go through. so we're going to touch on that in the next podcast um so thank you very much for tuning in today and i will see you all on the next podcast